Hello everybody, this is another episode of The Simple Christian. My name is Josue, I am the host. Today we have an interesting guest, his name is Joshua Moses, and uh, he's here to actually share his testimony with us. Joshua, thank you for, for coming in for the second time. Second time? Well, I mean, the first time we just had a disruption in the background, so we have to run it again. Oh, okay, yeah, true, I guess this is the second time. And no, I'm not the Old Testament Moses. <laughs> so, 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 Josh... Um, Tell us uh, a bit about yourself and uh, and who you are. Um, well, my name is Joshua Noel Moses. Uh, God, Joshua means God is salvation. Noel means Christmas, and Moses means to draw out. So I'm just a happy guy trying to draw out, you know, good holiday spirits out of everybody, or a good like Christ-like spirit out of people. Uh, spirit like because uh, that's why we celebrate Christmas is the day of our, you know, our you, Christ's I, I birth. I just noticed that you have two prophets' names. Like that's a very hard, that's, that's a really heavy burden to live with. Very heavy burden. Very heavy burden. Something I just recently <laughs> uh, realized how to deal with and wow. live with. Yeah. Okay, so tell us a bit about how you came to faith. Um, I came to faith by just realizing there were better Christians out there than me. Honestly, I used really? to think that I was a good, good Christian and that there was like not a lot of people out there and I didn't do too much wrong compared to everybody else. Mm. And then God showed me like really good Christians, people that actually followed the law, the old and the New Testament and followed the Bible and were being blessed in certain ways that I wasn't. So that really motivated me. Kind of competition, I guess, oh, <laughs> motivated me to be a better Christian. Yeah. Oh, so, what what do you mean exactly by by it motivated you to be a better Christian? I mean, can you help people understand um, what uh, well, a better Christian is? Well, yeah, I believe a better Christian is just knowing the Bibles, knowing your facts, knowing God, who God is by reading your Bible. For example, when I was younger, I used to think that smoking marijuana was okay because the Bible didn't. There's no word or use of the of the uh, phrase in the Bible, it doesn't tell you you can't do it. So I always thought it was okay. And until, and I wondered why certain things would happen to me, bad things, and I'm just like, God, why? I'm such a good Christian, I don't do anything wrong. But my mom told me that it wasn't good, and my mom's a good and faithful Christian. And I didn't believe her because the Bible didn't say it. And I told God, I said, I promise God, you know, if I ever find proof in your word that I shouldn't be doing this, then I'm gonna stop doing it right away. And then, but the thing, the key about that is I never actually read the Bible. A lot of people like to talk to God and think just talking to him is okay. I don't believe in just talking to God anymore. I believe in reading about him to get to know him. I believe in worshiping him to give him his glory. And I, and I believe in praising with him, like singing and praising with God to enjoy and have time with him. O overall, and just because I don't, I don't, I, I mean, think, don't think, think just about, about it, talking like, anymore. It's like... Can you imagine if a, if, if a father, um, he he was mute, right? He, he didn't speak or anything, mm -hmm. but he demonstrated his child um, exactly how much he loves him. So he would, uh, you know, showed him that he rescued, um, you know, his, his parents, his great 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 grandparents back in the Old Testament. He showed him all of this, but the child never exactly heard the voice of God. He never read the word of god and so mm -hmm. it's hard to really have a 
a bond with someone you can't really communicate with. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I think it's essential. It's it's so important to not just pray, but know who you're praying to. Mm-hmm. So when you started understanding and, and, and reading scripture, there was a time in your life where you said that you weren't following God, was it? or? Yeah, it's not that I, I never lost my faith. I never stopped believing in God, but my actions showed otherwise. Right. My actions was contradictory to my faith. For example, so I, I didn't finish. Um, I, the Bible doesn't mention marijuana, but it does mention being sober and being vigilant. It says, my adversary walketh around like a roaring lion, seeking who he may devour. Be sober and vigilant. And that right there was my rock to hold on to because when I figured this out, when I first figured it out, it wasn't easy to just quit. I don't care what people say. They say, you know, marijuana is not addictive. And it may not be like other hard drugs, but it is a culture. I believe it's the more so the culture than the actual drug itself. And I don't care what anyone says. You're not sober when you're high. You're right. not. I think... I've always said that people may not be physically addicted to this this herb, but that they're psychologically addicted to the motion, mm-hmm. right? And so people love this motion, this high, mm-hmm. and, and, and this, this therapeutic state that you're in when mm-hmm. you're smoking weed. And so as far as scripture and speaking on weed, it, Paul does say that we're not to be mastered by anything. And that's not just weed, that's about anything that takes us away from running faster to God. So right. that could be placed or applied to um, video games, like, video games, working out, working out, right? You glorify yourself. You're not focusing on God. And so Paul tells Timothy that it is not just about physical, um, let's say gains, but it's spiritual maturity. That's important. Yeah. He's actually, he says bodily exercise profit little, but holiness is profitable unto all things. Amen. Absolutely. So when, you said that you didn't necessarily depart. Like you, didn't, you didn't stop believing in God. Yeah. You just wasn't following His will. Yeah. You wasn't walking in holiness. Right. What brought you to God? Competition to be a better Christian, like because I, I used to think that I was the uh, I was a good Christian because I didn't know any other Christians and the pe and the few people I did know that said they were Christians were so wild, was so much more wild than than I, and. I thought that was as good as it get. That was as good as God people got. And it was being in a community, being in a church community, meeting uh, kids around my age, meeting kids younger than me that were chasing after God, just watching the body of Christ, being involved in the body of Christ. That's what brought me closer to God. Especially when I got to college, I met a really close friend of mine that just introduced me to a church uh, close to my college. And I started going there and I started really witnessing like all these young kids that's saving their self for marriage, that's like working in the church, that's just like doing holy things and staying away from um, staying away from the world. Like uh, what's the old saying go drug, sex and rock and roll, like just staying away from that. And uh, I think that was like my main drug. It wasn't it was just partying in the world living in the world what kept me away from god and once i seen that there was another path to walk it was really true when the bible says broad is the way to destruction but narrow is the path 
to righteousness something mm-hmm. like that yeah did you feel like you had to like dethrone these false gods from your heart and actually put god in your heart as first right yes how um, hard was that to do very it was very hard to do because you don't you don't notice it at first right you just living in the world you just living life you know i'm not doing nothing bad you know they always say um there's there's two ways to hell and one way to heaven you know a lot of people just think oh i'm a good person oh i'm a good person i don't worship the devil mm. but you don't have to literally be a satanist to be against god you can go your own way which is being against god or completely opposite a satanist when no one rarely ever does yeah no i you know when, when people say that i'm not a bad person right they're claiming to be good people right but then jesus says and there is no one good but God. And so Jesus being God is claiming to be good, mm-hmm. but he's trying to he's trying to help the other the other person who he's speaking with understand that you're not good and you're trying to earn your way to heaven by your good deeds and your righteousness and by your filthy rags that ultimately God says they are. Right. And so when people say I'm a good person, it's usually trying to discredit or more so step on what Christ did on the cross. Like, right. Christ did some stuff, but look at my resume. Right. And, you know, that even that didn't give me a strong foundation. Just trying to learn my own way. Because I was still trying to learn. I was trying to be a part of my the friends and people. But I, I didn't quite click in the circle. I didn't quite click. And it was something still missing. Something to still missing. Um and I was backsliding, going forward with God, backsliding, going forward with God, going forward for a year, going forward for a year and a half, backsliding. And I was like, what is it that's really missing? And I, um, what really saved me and got me to the point of salvation today is realizing what God is. You know, I always thought God is salvation, but really, what is salvation? Because, you know, my name Joshua means God is salvation. And when I realized uh, salvation, I believe, is love. Because it says in the Bible clearly that God is love mm-hmm. multiple times. And he loved us. So he first loved us. Not that we loved him first. So he gave his life for us so that we may have everlasting life. But you're not, you're not saying that salvation is in an action, right? You're just saying that the act of Christ, what he did on the cross, mm-hmm. is grants us salvation, but not by our works, but that his act was love. Yes. Okay. Right. And um, his love is what's keeping me right now, knowing that mm-hmm. bad things don't happen because I told a lie. Mm-hmm. Bad things happen because we live in a fallen world. Amen. I, people always try to blame the devil. Sometimes it's not the devil. Sometimes did, it's did God. Did you ever use that excuse when uh, you were uh, a born-again Christian and, and, and people tried to point you out? And they said, oh, but you said a curse word. Oh, you said this. Oh, you went there. And then you possibly, you know, in your mind said, oh, that, that must have been the devil. Um, I used to think that way. I used to it's think like, we, like... It's like we blame the devil for everything. Yeah. I used to think, oh, I got into a car accident. That's because the devil doesn't trying to keep me back. <laughs> you know, no, no, that's because no, I speed yeah. too much and I need to be about, abide the laws like the Bible says. Right. You know? Render unto Caesar was Caesar, render unto me was me, mm-hmm. you know? So when you started to follow Christ, 
Was it tough for you to find a church? Um, mm, I wouldn't say so. I've been to different churches, and, you know, I, I've been thinking about that lately. Like, a lot of people say, uh, don't church hop or don't go to different churches, don't visit other churches. Well, the other day when I, I was leaving our church, I was thinking, didn't Jesus do that? Didn't he visit a bunch of cities? Mm -hmm. Didn't he tell his disciples to go out and spread their light to the world? Right. Be the salt. I'm so so I'm thinking maybe you might have something to offer to this church, right. to that church, mm -hmm. to the next church. Why why not visit other churches? Yeah. I and, remember I remember that being a lot younger. Uh I used to be told that uh I shouldn't be church hopping or I can't be visiting different churches, but what I ultimately came to the conclusion is that that's just a way for them to lock you down in a church. And I just don't find that to be good church method. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Because um, uh, my aunt actually pastors a church and she was saying, uh, you can't you can't be a member if you're going to other churches. I'm like, well, why? Why? That doesn't make sense. I think I people did see that. I what she means by that. Like she wants members to attend church, attend that the church and members in more frequently. Um, but I, I don't see the problem with having to visit other churches because at the end of the day are not are, are we not all the body of christ right right so i think that could be an internal issue that they're having they don't want you to hear a good sermon and then, oh my goodness joshua left yeah you know so. or sometimes i feel like maybe they just want to lock you down lock you in, no, so you true. you're always tied into this church tied into this church so after finding a church i mean um were you able to get together fellowship with other other people other saints together and... yes I, I always encourage going to youth groups or going to young adults group was because... it normal for you was this easy for you or was it hard for you to like was it like muddy waters like uh, I could go but it's just not my thing um it, it took away a lot of temptation for me to go it wasn't hard for me to go because I wanted to meet new friends I wanted to meet new people I wanted to socialize with the body of Christ and I wasn't going just for the people. I was going for God's experience, and and it, and it gave me good values, and it freed me from the world, because my young adults group was on Friday nights, and normally that's when the world starts to party because everyone's been working all week or mm -hmm. going to school all week, and they want to let loose Friday nights. Gotta do it. Got and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and but I didn't want. I don't want to let loose like that anymore because I was a. Uh, afraid which is good to have a f good god fear of god to get entangled and trapped into that emotion again mm. and i want to free myself so having uh praising god's friday nights really set a good standard for my saturday and being mm. back at church on sunday practicing obediency exactly it's not an easy thing it's not an easy thing i think a lot of people especially in the body of christ struggle and in fact not just christians but everyone else i mean just trying to you know, put yourself in a rigid schedule, like a routine. Mm -hmm. It's not easy when you're young because your mom is the one that puts you in a routine. Mm -hmm. As you get older, you're like, all right, well, you know, um, I can't eat breakfast without the Bible, right? Bible before breakfast, mm -hmm. right? Oh, I, I, I can't play too much of this. I have to read scripture. Or I have to listen to I have to meditate. I have to find time for these things. It's not legalism. It's not saying that I'm trying to work to heaven or I'm trying to earn kudos from God or somehow gain a, a, a sticker star or whatnot. Mm -hmm. I'm just trying to be obedient. Mm -hmm. I'm just trying to um, have God and uh, as the light and mm -hmm. everything else around it to dim. Mm -hmm. You know. So my um, last few questions here is, 
once you were saved, the transition, that transition period that everyone tend to do, they always uh, erase all their friends from their Facebook. They yeah. tend to delete all their real friends from yeah. their life. Did you do that? No, I didn't do that. Although one time I did get rid of people on Facebook that I actually didn't know in person. <laughs> I did do that one time when a friend told me that, that he did. But um, I leave people on my Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat. I don't use my social media as much, but I always think, you know. You know the internet one... prophet? No. Oh, wait, what? <laughs> the internet prophet? That's what they call them if you, you're constantly posting scripture and like writing motivational uh, paragraphs. No, no. I, no one reads my stuff anyway because I'm always sharing YouTube videos and sermons and stuff from YouTube. But if I ever get more of a... Um, they say Moses had a... Uh, he he was he had stage fright. They say Moses had stage fright. And I don't know. Maybe I do too. Mm-hmm. But what if I ever get the motivation to like speak out on stages and, and sh- have events and stuff to share... Mm-hmm of my own stuff and then I'm definitely I want to have those people up there yeah. on my Facebook that that are lost and that I was hanging out, out with when I was lost I I feel as though personally right now I have a, a two-year journey I'm only six months in and yeah. uh before I could really even try to preach to anyone uh I don't know remember what book in the Bible speaks about it but it speaks about anyone who wants to be a deacon or anyone yeah, anyone who wants to be that has to show himself worthy, basically, and mm-hmm. doing all these things. And I really want to achieve as much of that as I can before I really try to help anybody else. No, I think in the process, you can still help people. I don't think yeah. you have to somehow put the Good Samaritan role on pause. I think that you have a good heart, that you, you want to help people. You, you want to be able to share the gospel. And you're trying to walk a, a narrow and holy and disciplined fashion. I think it's not an easy thing for many people to understand. I think the moment you start to quote scripture, people think you're religious, you know, but I think that, and I truly believe that God sees the heart of man. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and just like David, you are a man of God's own heart. And so you, you rush to God and, and, and whatever it is that he puts in front of you, uh, that's what um, I believe that he would, he would, you know, allow you to grasp. That, that is his will, mm. you know. Um, and I did want to say one thing. Well, you were talking about the obedience of Christ. It's funny that you say that because when I got um, baptized, that was one of the, they put a little bat, they had like, you know, pre-written words on the car, like, uh, my name, hi, my name is Joshua, I believe that Christ, Jesus is the son of God, and he died again, raised him for my sin, stuff like that, and then they leave a couple lines for you to, you know, customize it a little bit, and I customized mine, I just always meant, remember writing i didn't get my card afterwards i'm so upset but i I remember writing to oh um obey god and all his commandments and um that's something i really want to have in my life the obedience of christ and the love of christ because those are two powerful things gotcha and so is there anything else you'd like to share to those who are listening right now um just keep the hope alive. Don't don't give up on God because he won't give up on you. And whenever you backslide, just slide back forward and find a community. Find friends in the church. Whoever wants to find a friend must present himself as friendly. No, absolutely. So I, I'm, I'm looking for this, this verse here. And for, um, you guys can, who are listening can probably find it before I find it. It's actually Philippians chapter 1, verse 6. 
And so maybe um, the best thing I can do about it is, uh, I'm not going to butcher the verse. Should I, should I butcher the verse? I should butcher the verse, right? You can, you can, you can take your time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they, you already, they already found it. <laughs> they, they probably already did. And they're probably like, oh, Mr. Josue, you, you're not as fast as you are. You know, it's just cold mm-hmm. down here, and I can't seem to flip through these pages on a... Um, all right, here you go. I found it, guys. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It says here, I am sure of this, that he who started a good work in you will carry it on to completion to the day of Christ Jesus. And so I'm a huge believer of that, and I believe you are a believer of that. Yeah. And so we... I was thinking about that verse today, actually. That's yeah. Funny. It's just this walk of scientific sanctification where the Lord works on us day in and day out. And it's not like he's waiting for us to have a 24-hour non-sin day he knows we're mm-hmm. fallen but we have christ as our ambassador and so he speaks in behalf of us and then we're justified by christ and his righteousness not what we do but what he did and so it's not about what i can gain you know what i'm saying but mm-hmm. glorifying the god we serve mm-hmm. and doing that to the best of our abilities and, and let me share one thing the reason why um when I was thinking about this word today, this is the contents and what I was thinking about it. As you know, I started a new job this week, and they got me training to be a manager. But all week, I've just been doing this grunt work, which is like regular cell associate seasonal grunt work. So much so, it got my fingertips a little hurting. <laughs> and and I was just thinking, yeah, and I was just thinking, I want to quit so bad. I want to quit so bad, but then I remember... My struggles before I didn't have a job, and I remember I asked God to help me get a job, and he brought me here. And I remember if he started this good work, he's going to finish it. Mm. If he brought me here, he's going to finish it. And I I always look out for the Holy Spirit or look out for God using people. Mm. And lo and behold, some old uh, wise white guy just comes around, and he just overhears me and this guy conversation, and he's saying something like, nobody likes a quitter. (laughs) <laughs> and I just like I was just like that was pretty random but I just I don't know why I use that to motivate myself and just think like you know I was just thinking about that verse today and that's probably what God is saying yeah. to me no one likes a quitter don't don't quit on God because he ain't gonna quit on you yeah his, his love is he's gonna finish his working yeah absolutely amen his love is everlasting and, and sovereign and unconditional and so with that being said man thanks a lot for being here thanks a lot for sharing these words I'm sure someone out there will probably Uh, Be blessed by it and, and be encouraged. So thanks a lot, Josh, for being here. Thank you for having me.